0: What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another Andor TV talk. All right, daughter of Ferrix. So uh, we knew that Cassian, uh, you know, or the or rather, the Empire was kind of keeping an eye out on Cassian's mom, her health situation, knowing that this was probably going to be the thing that is going to bring him back home and give him the opportunity to capture him, because it would seem they're they're really after, I guess, the Fulcrum, uh, or I guess they don't call him Fulcrum, do they? I, I forget what what these, uh his name is, but basically, Skarsgård, they're after Skarsgård. And they want to get to him through Cassian. So the death of his mother, the funeral, you know, we find out that she's part of this organization called the Daughters of Ferex, that there's a lot of uh, to do about her funeral. That We actually learn a little bit about kind of the funeral practices of this planet that they, you know, you burn, they grind up your ash, they turn you into a brick. And now you're part of, uh, you know, part of the construction, part of the building that's going on there. It's kind of interesting. We also, in this episode, got a little bit of what's going on with the Empire. You know, with the dude, with the guy that was, like, obsessed with them from the first episode, he's been kind of trickled throughout. He doesn't really have... I mean, I know his, like, arc has been that he really wants to go, like, like hard in the paint for the empire, but we don't really see much beyond that. We just see he's living with his mom, he's got a crush on the ISB, and uh, yeah, that's that's about it. ISB lady, by the way, she is on top of things, she's got everything kind of coming together. She's been working the system, doing all the math, doing all the equations, and it does look like she's gonna have her opportunity to potentially capture Cassian. I wonder what. Is her in-game, though? I mean, I know that she's just obsessed with doing a good job for the Empire and just being the bestest ISB agent out there. But beyond that, like, what is it that she's really after? I don't know. The little robot dude, uh B something or another that I know a lot of people think that maybe his like processing unit is gonna go into the one that's in the movie and everything else. And I don't know. I don't know if that's the case or not, but he's got that like wounded, like, like previously abused dog thing that's been going on. And then on top of that, now, you know, his his owner has passed away and he's like trying to process this and he doesn't seem to be able to process this and he just wants to stay in his home one more night. I actually thought the kindness that the other characters were treating the little robot guy with was really I mean it was it was genuine and it was, it gave this universe like a deeper heart in the way in which they treat their droids because we've seen droids treated as, you know, very disposable with the battle droids. We've seen them as kind of dismissive and disrespected, like for C-3PO and that sort of thing. And then we've kind of seen that the the kindness and tenderness almost exclusively ends up being for the least humanoid droids. And this is probably one of the least humanoid droids that we've gotten on screen. Even BB-8 and R2-D2 have a little bit of like a, I don't know, like a baby-esque look to them. I mean, I think that was part of the, the design aesthetic to both their look, their feel, but then also their voice. And so to have something here that is essentially kind of a, a trash can, a red trash can, and give it this like hurt, wounded voice, and then give it the, the I guess, the movements of a scared, abused animal, it's a really, really fascinating approach to a droid. We see the Biggs is still captured and still being tortured. Uh They're all after this uh, rebel that ultimately Skarsgård is is trying to essentially sacrifice so he can keep, maintain his, his connections to the ISB, his guy on the inside, so to speak. I liked the confrontation that was kind of brought to the head between Skarsgård and Faris Whitaker's character, whose name I'm blanking on right now. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a mini. This is what we do sagarera okay <laughs> sorry, just blanking there for a minute but it's been, been a, uh, a lot going on anyway point is uh he confronts Sagarera confronts him about the fact that he's gonna basically waste this dude like like let him die for the sake of what and that's what sagarera's kind of line of questioning is and they see this confrontation between these two powerhouses in the formation of what will be the rebel alliance as they you know are trying to figure out can I trust you why can I trust you why can I not trust you where can I not trust you and you know I, I think that we're seeing maybe in the midst of this distrust, maybe a stronger bridge of trust going in with these two. It was interesting to see how Saul guerrero was even wrestling with this notion, right? Like on the one hand, it's not that he's, I mean, well, okay. Saul Guerrero is very comfortable with the darker shades of morally gray. I think for him, it was less calling him out from any kind of moral righteousness and more of for self preservation. Hey, you're feeding us the information. How do I know you're not going to feed us the information that's going to lead to our capture, imprisonment, or otherwise? And so seeing these guys' butt heads, I thought was really good. We also get more of a look into Mon Mothma's family dynamics, specifically with her, her daughter. And some of the things that we've seen throughout, you know, the tensions that exist in those relationships are kind of coming more to fruition. We see the cyclical nature of, you know, kind of like ultra conservative parent leads to kind of more liberal children and then liberal children grow up into be liberal parents, which, you know, lead to sometimes these ultra, you know, conservative children. And it's this back and forth. It's this tension that exists. And you kind of see that happening with Mon Mothma's daughter, who is kind of found her identity in, you know, subscribing to the old ways of their planet, which we don't really know about, but it's kind of hinted at that have kind of a less than egalitarian approach to the way in which women function in their society. So, I mean, I'm I'm curious to see how that all, all, (laughs) all, all plays out, but at the same time, maybe it's not playing out. Maybe this is really, you know, we've gotten scattered throughout this entire series, just this like seasoning, like seasoning here, seasoning there. This is a little bit about this planet, this culture, this thing, this, that, uh, you know, all these little side characters, they're just getting and like seasoning sprinkled all over. It's less about connecting those aspects into something that's going to play into the story as a whole and more about telling the world or kind of showcasing the universe that Star Wars is at this era in time. I think that's fascinating. I think it's one of the best parts about Andor. Now, we do know that a lot of these stories are going to congeal in some form or fashion, probably next week, all things considered, but we don't quite yet know how. I mean, this does seem to be the birth of what we come to know by A New Hope as the Rebel Alliance, but how is that all going to take place? I'm very much looking forward to see. So overall, another really great episode. That's going to do it for me for today, though. Hey, if you uh, are liking this podcast, be sure to head over to iTunes, write us a review. It's a great thing to do. Also, uh, we are down to the last like two days of the uh, last or the last few days of the, uh, yeah, the Find Eversale, uh, the Pirate's Daughter, Find Eversale Volume 1 Kickstarter campaign. So if that is a series that you want to see happen, this is your last chance to kind of cast your vote with your money, so to speak. So head over there, findeversale.com. Again, that is findeversale.com. Would love to have your support. Just check it out, even if you're not going to support it. Uh, learn a little bit about this project. That we would love to, uh, yeah, bring to bring to the light of day. But again, that is going to do it for me for this week. But don't worry, I'll be back in a flash.